Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 108. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 108. I'm Kaylin Amadio. Each week here on Act Local Marketing, I'm going to share a special strategy with you called Today's Takeaway. That's where you get at least one action item that you can walk away with today to implement and grow your business. And I invite a special guest to help you with some aspect of your business marketing. Today, I'm speaking with a podcast producer. She helps current and would-be podcasters get her done, so stay tuned for that. You know when you buy a new car, that excited feeling you get to have this really expensive new toy? You keep it clean and maintained. Nobody is allowed to eat or drink or smoke in that pristine new environment. You drive around town in your new car feeling cool and unique because, face it, it's not every day that you get a new car. Has this happened to you? You start to notice that you are not the only person driving this cool and unique new car. Suddenly you start to notice your new car everywhere while you're out on the road. You weren't even aware that this make and model existed before you bought it. And now everybody seems to have one. Nothing exists until we become aware of it. Then we start to see how really prevalent this new thing we've discovered truly is. I feel that way about podcasting. I have been a podcaster for two and a half years now. So I have met many other podcasters. I enjoy listening to podcasts. The world of podcasting seems huge to me now because I'm immersed in it. It's a field that continues to grow and is poised for an explosion because of the connected automobile. That new car I was talking about is smart, and it has apps that connect you automatically to podcasting services. More and more people are listening to podcasts as they drive and when they go to the gym, while they're sitting at their computer, podcasts are a great opportunity for small businesses to share their ideas and build an audience of loyal fans. So let's discuss today's takeaway. I promised you an action item you could take with you now to grow your business, and here it is. The most popular podcasts today are serialized stories 
just like back in the in the days, early days of radio. This American Life is a perennial favorite, and the folks behind it have hit the jackpot with their newest podcast, which is titled Serial. It's an ongoing true story told by an investigative journalist who is delving into the 1999 murder of an 18-year-old high school student. Storytelling is very powerful. I was learning from a wonderful storyteller. His name is Jeffrey Berwind, and he was showing me how to craft my business stories. You would know them as case studies, let's say. And he was helping me craft them into emotionally satisfying and sometimes gripping tales of what I do and why I do it. Developing your business or brand narrative is a wonderful way to tell the story of your business that can be presented in podcast form. The first podcast tended to revolve around comedy and tech, technology, which brought many male listeners to the medium. This current drift into storytelling has brought more and more women into the listening audience as well. If you want to learn more about what I mean by telling your business story, listen to a podcast called Startup by Alex Bloomberg. He is an exceptional storyteller and has started a new podcast about the startup of his business. I find it inspiring as a business person, and it's giving me new ideas for this podcast. Podcasting is actually inexpensive. There are websites like Blog Talk Radio that have an entire dashboard and back end to help you create your own podcast and make the tech really super easy. Websites like Fiverr, that's F-I-V-E-R-R, two R's, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, are really good for getting uh, cover art graphics created or hiring people to do professional voiceovers and bumper music, you know, to go into commercial and come out of commercial. So drop me a line to ask at actlocalmarketing.com, and I will point you in the right direction with whatever questions you might have about starting your own podcast. And if you like to talk about what you do, consider podcasting as part of your marketing mix. That is today's takeaway. Please connect with me. Find me on Facebook or Twitter or Google Plus and follow me so I can get to know you better. And please tell your social media followers about Act Local Marketing. Subscribe to the podcast and leave me a review on iTunes. Leave me a review on iTunes. That's critically important to me. So do me that favor. They really help me out. Now it's time for a quick break. And when we return, podcast producer Kelly St. Clair is here and she is stepping to the front of the room. Stay tuned. So close to you right now. Axe Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Hey, Ag Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. 
Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together The Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out boomersultimateguidepodcast.com. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. And I want to introduce you to my, I often say my very special guest or my special guest. Today I'm going to say my very, very special guest. Having spent years honing skills in customer relations and client management in corporate America, my very, very special guest, Kelly St. Clair, realized her penchant for organization and direction could be paired with her love of internet radio. A longtime friend asked her to partner as a radio producer of a very successful radio program, and voila, a new business was born. Kelly has booked very high-profile guests for her clients, including Aaron Gandhi, Lisa Williams, Dr. Lisa Rankin, Chris Hogan of the Dave Ramsey Company, and many uh, Hay House authors, to name but a few. She has since launched her own production company, St. Clair Productions, and continues to make show hosts' lives easier with her show production and promotion to all the host needs. All the host needs to do is show up. And full disclosure, I can, I can tell you that that's true because Kelly is my producer for Act Local, Marketing for Small Business, and for my other podcast, Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast. Kelly, welcome to my show. Thank you. It's so fun to be here. I love that introduction. I think I should hire you as my PR person. <laughs> How fun is it that instead mm -hmm. of just helping me produce the podcast, you're the guest. It's the best. I love it. <laughs> I'm so glad that we're doing this. It's fun. I know. This is like when I when I have my friend Alan Berkson turn the mic around and I get to be the guest on my podcast and he guest hosts for me. Mm. This, this is the same kind of thing. It's just as fun. Yes. So I'm excited. Um, I'm going to do to you what I do to everybody. Uh oh. And that is, although I'm not meeting you for the first time, my audience is meeting you for the first time. So 
in a, in a nutshell, I gave them a little bio, but in a nutshell, tell me, you know, the story of you, the entrepreneur, how did you end up doing what you're doing right now? Well, Kaylin, I've been a I've been a serial entrepreneur my whole adult life. I did many MLM companies, so I have been in the the entrepreneurship business. And about five years ago, a good friend of mine asked me to help her produce her radio show. And um, like you said, the business was kind of built from there. It was a learn as I go and make things up and just make it work the best as we can. And so I think I laid down a bunch of tracks on how to really do this and how to help hosts uh, produce a successful podcast. Yeah, once you got into that industry, you started meeting more and more and more and more show hosts, right? That's correct. It was a lot of word of mouth, um, a lot of uh, referrals, a lot of um, people saying good things about me. So, yeah, it just snowballed, really. And that's exactly how I met Kelly, actually, another show host uh for those of you who've been listening long enough you know that this program used to be on a on toginet entertainment at the rockstar radio network which is um rockstar doesn't exist anymore but toginet is still there in texas i'm in new york kelly's actually in arizona mm -hmm. and um she it was another show host over at toginet who is also no longer there i believe uh, who introduced me to Kelly. And I think we ended up talking on social media and I saw some of the things she was doing for other show hosts and that's how we were connected. And that's, you know, that's basically like a referral business. It was all done in the digital space, the digital age, but people can relate to, you know, a business that's based on referrals. And that's how, that's how Kelly built this whole enterprise that is now St. Clair Productions. Yes. It's it's kind of amazing to me how it all happened, but I, I'm thankful for it and grateful. And it's a, it's a needed service because I tell you, I, I don't know what the statistics are off the top of my head, but podcasting has been growing ever since its inception around, thinking it was around 2006-ish that somebody coined the term podcast, but it's continued, uh, it, it's not an astronomical growth, it's been a slow and steady growth. But I learned some things, for example, this year, 2014, the new, many of the new cars, you know how the, the cars have that, that screen that used to just be navigation and it would also have your radio on it. Well, now mm -hmm. cars have apps and one of those apps is Stitcher. And many people know that um, iTunes and Stitcher are probably the two most popular places where people find podcasts. So now they were able to listen to podcasts in cars as of this year. And I've heard that next year, iTunes is going to have some sort of app that's going to be in certain cars. So, so this is just, this is a medium that's going to continue to grow because the consumer access to it is going to continue to grow. And there's a need for, for what you do as more and more people go into the thought of being a podcaster because there's not a huge barrier to entry. Right. Now, the first thing that I want you to share with people is I know you've been working on a, uh, a free report that's going to be available on your website about the seven secrets to producing a podcast. Can you share some of that with us? Sure, I'd love to. Yes, the seven secrets to producing a successful podcast will be on the website. You'll be able to get that at stclairproductions.com. 
And the first thing when I talk to people, the thing I think that always flubs people up is their topic. It's what are they going to talk about? I have a lot of people asking me, I don't have anything to talk about. What, what, what am I going to talk about? So what I do with, to answer them is turn it back on them. And I just ask them a few questions and ask them to make a list of what are they an expert of doing, knowing, or being? Because um, everyone has something to say. Everyone has a story. And everyone is an expert in something. Just have to figure out what it is. So I ask them to make a list of um, what they're good at doing, expert, being an expert of what they know or what they do. And just brainstorm. Don't leave anything out because nothing is a wrong answer. So after that, I ask them to make a list of what they're passionate about, what they love doing. Um, do they, do they want to save the world? Do they love animals? Do they love being in business and entrepreneurship? What about family and parenting? I, I and always the, call that the big why. So people right. The big why they do right. what they do. Yeah. Exactly. It's something they're passionate about. So then the fun part comes in is you take the two lists, you see where you have an overlap, where they mesh together, and where you have commonalities, and that I call the sweet spot. So I figure that's where, that's what their podcast should be about, wherever their sweet spot is. Nice. Yeah. That's a great idea. Thank okay. you. So was that secret number one? That is secret number one, oh my goodness, the topic. Six more secrets. Okay. <laughs> well, you always have to know where you're going to start. You need to know what you're going to talk about. Yeah, so I of think a, a lot of people want to start there. Yeah. So then, secret number two is the format. It's how are you going to get your message across? Do you want to um, broadcast through? podcasting through audio on demand such as Stitcher and iTunes that you talked about before. There's also a few other ones out there. Um, you can broadcast through video like YouTube. A lot of cell phones have apps you can broadcast through. Um, also you can on your website you can put an RSS feed up there. Your audio player can be embedded into your site and people can get your information there. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of DIYers out there doing it themselves and you, you can get a fantastic podcast getting your message out with just a modest home setup. Right. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, there's, like I said, there's not a huge uh, barrier to entry. I don't know if we're going to talk about equipment or anything at some point, but, or maybe that's another, uh, that's another interview for another day, but it really doesn't have to be rocket science. And I said, <laughs> I'm fond of saying there's nothing in the world with the exception of rocket science and maybe brain surgery that's actually rocket science. <laughs> Every, everything is doable. It's just that sometimes it seems so big uh, that it's overwhelming. But once you break it down into its components, it's really not all that hard. Right. It's right. just that you need help exactly. knowing what all those components are. Right. Okay. So that was two secrets. Two secrets. Give me a third secret. Do, do we have time to give more secrets okay, out? Give me a third secret. All right. Don't, hold, don't All right. hold out on me now. <laughs> um, the technology, which we got into a little bit, um, um, because you can, like I said, you can produce a, a, 
professionally sounding internet radio show or podcast and building your brand and becoming an industry expert just with a modest home setup. You need a good microphone. You have to have a computer. Um, you can do interviews over Skype. And if you're a DIYer, you will need a software program um, like Audacity to do, to do or some type of recording program. Right, to record and edit? Yes. Does Audacity edit also? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. So the technology is, is, is one of the secrets, but it's not one of the big uh, things that should hinder people from having their own podcast because it, with a very modest home setup, you can have a great podcast. Yeah, because most people have the computer to begin with. They're right. Working, they're working with some sort of computer. And I'll tell you that I use the um, the Yeti. Yeti is a manufacturing brand name of mm -hmm. microphones, uh, audio equipment. And they have a microphone called Blue that okay. I really like. And that's that's what I use. And it's got great sound quality. And I believe now it's, I think I paid like $100 for mine. And mm -hmm. I think it might be even less now. And they, ha they have some other options too. Right. Right. Yep. So it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be too tough. And for example, I work on a Mac. I have a Mac and a Dell, but Mac comes with particular uh, programs already. So Mac users know they already have GarageBand and they mm -hmm. have iMovie. And between those two, uh, whether you're going to do video or you're going to do just audio podcast, you can easily do some editing just from that. Right. It, it's, it really is very easy to, to start if you want to do it yourself. Now, there are other ways. You can, um, you can do a pay-to-play where you can actually purchase airtime from companies out there that will do all the production from you, for you. Excuse me. And all you do is show up, have your interview ready to go, and they will do all the um, technical production side of your podcast for you also right and that's the way uh this podcast started out for the mm -hmm. first maybe year and a half right uh, when i was on rockstar radio network it was a, a pay-to-play kind of version right all right. and literally what i did kelly would find all my guests and book them and make sure they knew everything that i needed them to know and procure from them the information that i wanted from them and then i had to show up <laughs> to interview yep. them yep <laughs> now, I don't want to make it sound like it's that easy. You, do have, you should prepare. You know, hosts out there, wannabe hosts, you should prepare for that interview. Don't just show up not knowing what you're going to talk about. But um, but it doesn't it doesn't have to be much more difficult than that. Right, right. It can be as easy as just showing up, but being prepared and having all your production done for you. Or if you're a hands-on kind of gal like you are, or guy. You can do all the techie stuff yourself. And I'm, I'm just geeky enough that I like the techie stuff. Right. But you don't have to be. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a geek like me. I give you right. permission <laughs> not to be a geek like me. So <laughs> what, what other secrets you want to share with us? Um, let's see. Well, we have our topic. We know what we're going to talk about. We know how we want to format. Our, we know which platform we want to be on. We've got all our technology together. Now we need to start finding some guests. So finding the guests can be, 
can, can be easy. It can be a little difficult depending on who you want as your guests. I always tell people to make a wish list of who, who you want to interview, who, who's, your, who's your good get, who's your best get, and just write it down because you never know. Um, but what you can do, there are some good websites out there where authors, speakers, and other radio show hosts and industry experts, they'll submit their information for radio interviews. And so it's a good place to start harvesting guests from. One good one out there is called radioguestlist.com. And you, if you would like to be interviewed, you can put your information on there. And also, if you're looking for people to interview, it's a great place to find some, some great guests out there. And that's, that's one of those websites that's uh, similar to Harrow, H-A-R-O, mm -hmm. which is help a reporter out. Right. That's the kind of place where if you're looking for publicity, you can go to Harrow and uh, they'll send you emails three times a day on the types of articles that reporters are doing and what kind of experts they're looking for to help them. You know, they either want to quote you or they want some input. And radio, what's the name of the website again? Radio? Radioguestlist.com. Radioguestlist.com. It's similar, except it's for the radio and podcasting industry. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm on that email list as well. And I think I get more than one a day that tells me the different podcasts that are looking for guests. And then in reverse, they also have um, guests that they put emails out for uh, in case you want to pick them up to pull them onto your podcast or your radio show. And that's all free. I don't... I don't uh, I don't pay for either one of those services. Right. And the nice thing about those is they have all the information that most hosts are looking for already when in the email that you receive. They'll have the, the um, author or speaker's bio, their headshot, their talking points, questions that they could be asked, different topics they can cover their website. So it's very, it's a very um, easy place to, to extract guests from because you really have all the information and a lot of times it's just getting a phone number or a Skype handle or um, the information to call them for the interview. Right. You know, um, I know we were sharing your secrets, but, but something you said uh, made me want to ask you a follow-up question. You know, I've mm -hmm. been have I've been having trouble all day. Ke Kelly, as my producer, knows that in order to make the most of my time, I schedule several interviews for the same day. So I do back-to-back -back interviews on a particular day, and they go in a queue, and then they get edited later. And it's it's a great way for me to um, maximize my time. But. <laughs> I'll tell you what's been happening to me today, <laughs> Kelly, is I'm in the middle of listening to someone and they say something and I think, oh, I want to know this. And then as they, when they finish what they were saying, I'll say, oh, something you said makes me want to ask you. But by then, like, a, like water through a sieve, the <laughs> question has left me. And that's what happened when I was in the middle of saying, oh, there's something you said that I wanted to follow up on. And by the time I managed to get that sentence out, I had lost it. I keep calling them senior moments. And I oh. have no idea why they keep happening. <laughs> I should maybe I should have drank more coffee today. Oh, that yeah, that could be <laughs> it. That could be it. I'm sure that would help. Now, um, it had something to do with with you saying that most of the information that you would need. Oh, mm -hmm. this is what it was. Okay, See, I was able to work my way back to it. 
-hmm. Explain to people that when, when you're doing interviews on, this is something I didn't know about radio or podcasting. When guests come on, you're asking them questions, but where do those questions come from? A lot of times hosts would like some particular topics or sometimes they want exact questions they, they, that the guest wants to be asked. And some of the hosts I work with will just don't even want to talk to the person ahead of time. They just fly by the seat of their pants and they just ask what comes naturally and what, whatever they want to know, whether it's something that they um, have specifically on their list of questions or not. So it depends. There's different interviewing styles I've noticed with my hosts. Some want exact words, some want just talking points and um, brief synopsis of the different types of topics they can speak of. And some want to just start from start scratch and see where it goes. <laughs> and that, that always unnerves me just a little bit. So for it example, would... and this is what I didn't realize happens on a lot of radio shows is when we approach someone to come on act local marketing, for example, we will ask them to submit questions that they would like to be asked. Mm -hmm. So rather than, than me or Kelly having to do a lot of digging and legwork to figure out what to ask, um, they just have a lot of um, typical questions that they get interviewed on. And you'd be surprised how many guests already have all this set up. They have a bio, they know what their questions are, they've done this uh, several times before, and they can feed that to you and you can pick and choose which questions to ask them or it might lead you to additional questions as you're having a conversation but you don't necessarily have to spend the time to do all that legwork right and if you want to be a guest on a radio show that is a great way to do it have everything ready in the first email whether it's if you're pitching a producer or if the producer uh, contacts you and wants more information, have all that information in one email so the producer doesn't have to keep uh, getting more information from you and finally uh, booking an interview for you. It's just so much easier on the producer. Make their jobs easy and you'll get more interviews for sure. That, that's a great tip. The more you can make it uh, a show in a box yes. so that they don't have to think about it, the more likely you are to get on uh, someone's podcast or right. radio show. Right. And if you're someone who speaks about different topics, have a few different bios that go with the topic you're going to speak. Your bio may not go with every uh, topic or talking point, but if you can alter them just a smidge and, and have two or three bios and a few different headshots too because um, a lot of times the, the shows are different. If they're a business professional show, you're not going to want to have your headshot being um, you out on, on the beach. Right. But if it, so you want to have a few that the producer can choose from that will uh, mesh with the show more. So they can have their choice of which bio and which headshot they want to use for the promos of the show. Yeah, it's, it's like having a, a media kit or a media mm -hmm. page on exactly. your website that um, you can either send producers to that page and they can get all the pertinent information they want 
or uh, you've got it on a PDF or in a keep it as a template as an email. That's a good idea. Right. That's that. That's the best way I see to to get booked on a show because you're making the producer's job so much easier. Right. Now I know we probably didn't get to all seven secrets. Mm. Was there another one you wanted to share? Well, I just wanted to do one more in the um, getting the guests. Um, I just tell everybody after they have that wish list just to keep asking people. Sometimes you have to ask them a few times and be bold. Um, you just have to keep um, emailing them or finding out who their assistant is, and you, you just never know. You just never know. Yeah, so, until they actually say no, assume that they're just busy and this isn't a front burner kind of thing for them. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Very interesting. Now, tell us, we keep talking about um, produce, you know, the, make the producer's life easy, Kelly's my producer, different show hosts, you're their producer. But we didn't really talk about what the producer is in a podcast. Mm -hmm. Can you give people a better idea of, of what your role is? Sure, um, because I feel that there's going to be a lot of need for more people like me producing podcasts with the huge growth of podcasts over the last year and the continued growth that I, that I see and that I hear talking talked about. Um, but really, like me, you can start with with no experience. There's there's training out there that you can get, um, but um, you need to be a self starter, really, because a lot of this, well, all of it's virtual for the most part, unless somebody has an assistant in their office that that is working for them. Um, so you have to have the the right equipment, basically a computer. And uh, if you can take direction from, pe from people and be organized, those are some good qualities to have. Because if you are helping more than one host, you, you truly have to be organized on uh, your paperwork and in your files and stuff. And automation is huge. If you can set up an automated system for show hosts and for which emails need to go out at which time that's a huge time saver and everybody gets the information they need in a timely manner so you have to also be good with the written word and phone communication because sometimes you are uh, vetting them vetting guests as I say sometimes you do have to vet them and and call them up and just gets a little bit more information from them and you also want to have some great written skills because you need to um, promote over the internet you need to communicate with people but automation is one of the biggest keys I see having a system yeah because you have to keep uh, a lot of things organized you have to be oh, yeah. you have it, you know you have to keep a calendar I would imagine mm -hmm. of what guests when and you know following up with them and you're you're spinning several plates for several different people uh, at the same time yes exactly exactly so some people are gonna hear the word producer and they're gonna think that you're an audio technician mm-hmm right I see two different types of producers out there and one is the audio techie um, side of everything make sure the sound is right and quality is good um, but I am more of a um, um, not really behind the scenes but more of an administrative producer for hosts 
And I think that's what a lot of people will be looking for. It's going to be a new, a new job title, I believe. <clears throat> um, but that's more the administrative part of it, like we talked about. It's email communication and gathering information and researching guests and connecting with them on social media, making sure um, they're cross-promoting and and yeah, you send them the show information, also following up with them. That, we, that's, that's a good point that you just uh, made. You said the word promotion, and you also said social media. So tell me, tell me more about that aspect of what a producer like you would do for a podcaster. Well, the first thing I do is I, when I send information to guests or potential guests is I give them the host's social media handles and I ask for theirs. I ask them to connect with us and we connect back with them and that's to really to, to further cross promotion. If, if someone is going to be a guest, um, I and, and the hosts expect them to help us promote the show because it really is a privilege to be a guest on a show and the host should not be have to be the only one promoting the show after the fact or even before when the show's coming on. So if we're connected on social media it's a lot easier to to quote unquote talk with them out there promoting the shows um, putting up some some promos so people can so their followers and their community can see when the show is see what the topic will be and also to download the podcast and listen to it right so that and I can't tell you enough people if you're considering uh, doing a podcast of your own as part of your marketing platform or even if if it as a hobby you know, this sounds like something that, that you want to get involved in. Promotion is a really important thing. It's like any other piece of marketing. You know, the if you build it, they will come approach doesn't work. You can't just keep churning out content, but not telling anybody that it's there. And just telling someone once doesn't mean that you're going to catch everybody or that they're going to remember. It's a consistent process that you have to do from uh, a marketing point of view in order to build an audience so that uh, people are listening to your spoken word. That's so true, so true. Um, they say it takes, I don't know, 10 to 15 touches for someone to really figure out who you are and uh, start start uh, gaining interest in you. And it might even be more now with all the social media out there. Um, but the, the more times people see you and get to know you, they want to listen to you and find out more about you. Right, right. Uh, Kelly, I want to take a quick break. Sure. But I have a, a couple more questions for you, so can you hold on through a break? Sure will. Okay, perfect. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business, with my very, very special guest, Kelly St. Clair. <laughs> we will be back in just a minute. Act Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. 
Once there was a smart baby boomer that loved her business. She knew that to grow it, she would need marketing. So she went for a search on the internet and came across all sorts of social media. She went on all the sites and opened accounts, but after starting profiles on all of them, she began to feel overwhelmed. To do all the marketing experts told her to do was just too big a task. She needed a change. Because she was a smart entrepreneur, she chose two of the popular social media sites to market her business. But after months and months, it didn't seem to make any difference. And she saw other savvy business owners using different sites here and blogging over there. When suddenly, she noticed more clever baby boomers going to iKalen.com and leaving so happy, she just had to see for herself. iKalen.com helped her make a marketing plan to grow her business that wasn't too big and wasn't too little. It was just right. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Hey now, it's Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local, marketing for small business with my very, very special guest, <laughs> my producer, Kelly St. Clair. Kelly is the owner of St. Clair Productions, and she is the producer of Act Local, Marketing for Small Business, and my uh, second podcast that we started on my 51st birthday, Kelly, Yay! in October. Yay! And that's the Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, and that's both audio and video. Is that your first video podcast? It is. It is, and I love how it's going. It, yeah, it's it's been fun. Anyway, Kelly is my producer, and we've been talking about the secrets to producing a podcast, what exactly uh, a producer does versus an audio technician. I mean, they technically are producing a, a podcast as a, you know, an object that gets uploaded to iTunes, but that's not what we're talking about uh, in a producer. We're talking about the, like a producer of a movie, the person that's facilitating all the moving parts and sort of keeping track of them uh, so that the podcast comes together so that the host can basically just show up and either deliver their content or interview the person that they want to interview. Um, now, Kelly, I know that you had, you mentioned it in the course of, of something else that I asked you. You had mentioned some of the different formats, but we really didn't discuss them too much. So I thought it would be helpful for people to hear uh, the different methods that you can go about producing a podcast. So can we go over those again for people? Sure, sure. I think the one most people are familiar with is our AM, FM radio that we listen to in the car, we listen to at home, that everyone has been um, accustomed to. You can have, you can be on AM, FM radio and record your, uh, record your content and you can either distribute it out to the world another time or, or you don't have to. The downside I see about terrestrial radio and AM, FM is that it's only heard once unless you do record it. And then you can um, 
produce it out into the world a second, third, fourth, fifth time. Um, you know, we're different... starting. We're starting to see that more and more often with mm -hmm. things like uh, I noticed, like NBC Nightly News is doing. Um, I think they have a video podcast now. You're starting to see that with channels that automatically were the forerunner of a podcast in video and audio. So you're talking about radio and television, and now they're turning to the podcast medium uh, to make more use of this content that they went to the trouble to create. So I could be on AM or FM radio doing a local radio show or even a national radio show. I guess you could be on like Sirius XM also. Mm -hmm. Record that and push that out to a podcast also. All right, so that's one format, sort of turning the traditional into the more modern, non-traditional podcast. What's another format? Sure. Well, we have the uh, the blogs, things like Blog Talk Radio, where you can actually um, use them to be the platform of your show, and you could either do it yourself, or they have different areas where you can actually pay to play with them, and they will do more and more uh, work for you the more you pay them. Uh, we also have the, um, the DIYers at home that want to do a great job with their podcast with their modest setup at home their microphone, their computer, their editing and recording program that they have. Right. You know, can I go back to Blog Talk for a second? Because sure. I think that's a, a company that people have heard of. Mm -hmm. And I have a friend who uh, uses Blog Talk to do a podcast, and she showed me on the inside one time. And it was, I'm not going to say that it was, you know, easy peasy. It was technology. But it, it wasn't super hard. They, they've got a, a setup that once you're in the back end, they make it fairly simple to, you know, click a button and it starts recording your, I think they give you an 800 number that your guest can call into and then it will record that conversation just like a, um, just like a conference call would. And they've got sort of a whole mechanism set up that once you load your graphics, you know, the picture that represents your your program and uh, any other kind of uh, marketing type information, it records and you kind of press a button and it publishes. They make it pretty simple to just, you know, point and, and click for the most part. And that's even at the, at the cheapest level. You know, it's not super expensive. Right, right. And then you can also... Um, have there are also other pay-to-play companies out there too. Um, we talked about a couple of them in the beginning where you started at Toginet. Um, there's also uh, the the Rockstar Radio Network, uh, Rockstar Worldwide, which is actually based here in Arizona where I am. And there's something called uh, Voice America. Mm -hmm. Not to be confused with, I think, Voice of America, which is a foreign American radio in foreign countries. It's actually a, a voiceamerica.com is another, you pay them and they produce high quality. Uh, I keep wanting to say radio, uh, radio and podcast sort of interchangeably. Mm -hmm. it, they're very, they're very similar animals. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. And I'm sure there are, there are tons of others out there too. 
Right, right. And then you can even like you know do a little combination of the different platforms. You can do something yourself and upload it to uh, Spreaker or Stitcher or iTunes. And um, you know you can you can pay a little bit to do something, do the rest yourself. You can do it all yourself. So there's a lot of different options out there. If somebody really wants to have a podcast, they can get it done. Yeah, and uh, there's also I think I've mentioned this on on the show before a website called Fiverr F I V E R R dot com that if you want to get some intro music and voiceover work and some exit music and voiceover work or let's say you you get some different businesses to advertise mm-hmm. on your podcast you want to make a 30 second or 60 second advertisement there are people on Fiverr and it's called that because people will list what they're willing to do for five dollars you'd be surprised what you can get for five dollars and i've used them for this podcast to do some voiceover work and you know these are professional people who are just you know they're making some supplemental income by listing themselves on a site like fiverr so there's graphics you can get there's all kinds of stuff that you can uh, get your hands on very inexpensively and and put in your portfolio to get your podcast put together Mm-hmm. doesn't have to be that tough. Right. Uh, then again, if it were that simple, everybody would be doing it. Well, everybody should be doing it. <laughs> Notice how I gave you that opening there, Kelly. Right, right. <laughs> you know, everyone, everyone's got a story. Everyone's an expert at something. Um, so everyone should get their message out there. Yeah, this is a great uh, marketing platform. Yes, yes. People. And think about it, the, the, I'm big on not reinventing the wheel. So you can take your podcast and then you can give it to a transcriber and for a dollar a minute of audio, they will type out, they will transcribe the whole thing. And now you've got blog posts and you've got social media posts or you've got PDF white papers or you, you do enough of them and you've got a book that you can put on Amazon. There's a lot of uses, and I haven't even named them all. You can right. do PowerPoint presentations. You can do slide share. There's, there's a ton of ways that you can take this one medium and turn it into to more than, than just this conversation. And then, like Kelly was saying, guests should be helping you promote the show because you know they're getting exposure too. Now those are just that many more things for the guest to help you promote the blog post, the social media, the white paper, everything else. So it, it's really a great medium uh, for marketing a business. Yes, and having a, your own radio show makes you an instant expert as it is. Isn't that amazing how that mm-hmm. happens? You tell someone you have a radio show and they, they, wow, that's great. How do you have your own radio show? Right, that's, exa- that's exactly what happens. I have mm-hmm. to tell you, it really does. Mm-hmm. So how would you like people to get in touch with you, Kelly? You can go to my website, which is www.stclairproductions.com, and it's S-T-C-L-A-I-R productions.com, and I'd be happy to uh, connect with you there. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Go ahead and get my free, my free download of the seven successful secrets to producing a podcast. Yep, you're going to need that so that you can get your action items list together so that you too 
can join me in the ether of the <laughs> podcasting world. I wish people could see my my hand movements as I say that. Can you hear it? My voice? <laughs> I can see you and you're doing a great job. Oh, that's right. You can see me on <laughs> Skype. We're, uh, Kelly and I are talking on Skype. So listen, Miss St. Clair. Yeah. I'm so glad that you took the time to come on my little podcast. Oh, I'm so excited. It's fun being on the other side. Right. I, I I sent myself emails and I sent myself back all the information and no, <laughs> did, I'm just did you kidding. Really? No. Uh, I was gonna say that's very efficient of you. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, we didn't even we didn't even talk about that. There's a lot of stuff that you can and Kelly can help you with all this. There's a lot of stuff that you can set up up front. And she was talking about automation that sort of just shoots out certain letters and certain guidelines and all these things you can set up. And once they're set, it makes it much easier um, the flow of getting the guest involved and and having them know what they need to know in order for you to interact with them. There's all kinds of stuff that we we didn't get to, but Kelly can help you with all of it. So Kelly St. Clair, St. Clair Productions, S-T-C-L-A-I-R productions.com. She can help you with all of that. Kelly, thank you again for taking time for Act Local Marketing for Small Business. I know I'll be speaking to you soon. Oh, sure. Thank you for having (laughs) me. It was a blast. You're welcome. And for those of you out there, you know you're listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. We bring you a new podcast episode every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And we're hoping with all these little gold nuggets that these guests share with us. I've been uh, joking around lately that I take all these gold nuggets and I keep them in a special little basket over here (laughs) on my desk. And I share them with you because each one of them is going to help you move your business at least one step forward into greater prosperity. And that's what I want for you. So until next time, I very much would like you to take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.